Ready? All right. Hey guys, we're here at the great Philadelphia Comic Con. And I'm here with none other than Jake Busey. Jake, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. Awesome. Doing doing great. So, are you a regular of these comic cons, or this is like kind of like a new thing for you? You know, I've gone to one or two uh, over the years. Um, it's not a regular thing, but. I'll probably go to, I don't know, four a year, I guess, something like that. So when you see, meet the fans in person, like, what's their favorite um, project that you have starred in? Oh, well, clearly, there's two films that the fans love, and that's uh, Starship Troopers and The Frighteners. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, those two are the big ones. And then you get the folks that, that like uh, Contact and Enemy of the State somewhat, but... You know, these are uh, these conventions tend to be very genre specific. So I haven't been in any comic book movies, any Marvel or DC movies, and uh, so the Frighteners has a little bit of supernatural stuff, and Starship Troopers is uh, sci-fi, and then some of the conventions are horror film based. So the Brighteners kind of fits into that. So I'm a little fringe on each one of them, but I suppose just a general body of work that people are interested in, I guess. Like, yeah. Have you had any kind of like crazy encounters with fans at any of these conventions? Oh. Like any marriage proposals or anything crazier? I, I've had all kinds of crazy things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially before I quit drinking. Okay. Yeah. There, there was a, a show that goes every Halloween down in uh, down in Florida, which I loved. It was one of my favorite shows. It was. Uh, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but uh, maybe Spooky Empire, yeah. Okay. And and that one, that one was fun because it, it's at this sprawling hotel with its pathways and green grass and pools and very Floridian in style, you know. Uh, but it's a big party convention. There's an outdoor bar by the pool that's. Very, uh, very busy. Sounds fun. It is fun. Yeah. And, and, you know, I may have got into my fair share of trouble in some of those, <laughs> you know. Um, but it, never bad trouble. It okay. was never, hey, get out of here, or hey, you, you guys destroyed something. It right. No, like Bali crew, rock star type of things. Right? Was, no. Yeah, just like uh, maybe one too many beers. And, right. Whatever, but uh, nothing too bad. And uh, that, yeah, that was a very fun convention. Thinking back, now you got me thinking about it. I'm reminiscing <laughs> about some of those good times on those hot Florida nights. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you uh, mentioned like most people come and they want to talk about Starship Troopers. Um, yeah. What was that experience like? And would you um, ever do a sequel to that movie? You know, starring your character. Yeah, I would do a sequel to Starship Troopers, and I would, I would reprise the role of Ace. Casper and I were uh, training together. We're at the gym uh, sometime last month. We got to talking about how cool it would be if we had a TV series, and we'd be the older, you know, the old brass now, and not the kids in the field anymore. And 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 perhaps. 
kind of like Cobra Kai. How Cobra Kai has the um, yeah. the original characters, but they also like have the new um, younger cast. Right. Okay. And and the thing about Starship Troopers is it, it is a little deep. Right. And it has a message. You know, the battle of fascism against communism and. The humans in the movie are the fascists and the bugs of the communists, and uh, you know ultimately you realize that we're the bad guys in the in the in the whole thing, and so it's a deep movie, but it, it looks very bubblegum on the top, right, which yes. is a great dichotomy that Paul created. Most of the critics didn't get it initially, so I think if we were to do the TV show, it would probably address this overly politically correct fear-based society we have where no one wants to listen to anyone else's argument. Oh, no. It's shut down really quick. You're right. Man, everybody's guilty until proven innocent, yes. and uh, you don't dare write anything on social media because it'll be spun the wrong way, and you'll be hung out to dry, and you know, it's uh, it's it's a sad state of affairs right now. So the sh- I, I think if we did a show, in as much as Starship Troopers addressed those big regimes and how they caused history to happen, I think the TV show would most likely somehow be based on what's going on now because... Paul already addressed those other things, and right. that was he was very proud of that. That was his, he made his statement, you know, and uh, so I don't know. The TV show would be nice. Do you think it's hard now being like a star and like have, have to be super PC and watch everything you say on social media and like even in your personal life? It's frustrating, yeah. It's frustrating in the sense that people make statements that are not true, or they'll take... They'll take, you know, only one side of an argument and pose that and then make that as if it's the only thing. And I think it used to be if you read something in the newspaper, you took it as fair and factual news, unbiased. And uh, and now we've got two big news syndicates that are fighting each other with their own agendas from each side of the big yeah. political parties and and, the, and and all of the constituents in the country. It's hard to believe how much our society follows. You know, I used to think like. Our government ran itself, and the White House had its staff that was running itself, and a new president was kind of plopped in every four years. Right. And now we've got a situation where the whole country is reacting so violently in, in either direction. It's 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 a bummer. I was hoping that that. Uh, it would cause people to to bond together, as opposed to divide and anger. You know, well, it's hard to believe. Like back in '84, you had a president who won 49 states. I could never imagine that nowadays anybody, you know, uniting the country that much. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, crazy that we're there. So it'd be nice to somehow have a revolution and get us away from that, you know? It's good. Need, it's uh, Denise Richards to help us out. Hopefully Denise can help us. <laughs> yeah. Now, you're recently in The um, the Predator, the um, sequel to the um, original movies. How was that experience? I mean, that's such an iconic, um, you know, franchise. Yeah, that was a great experience, and I was very thankful.
thankful to be a part of it. Um, because my dad was in Predator 2, okay. Shane Black asked me to come in and, and, and be in this one to have a tie-in to the Predator 2 and kind of make, uh, you know, to bring this new movie closer to the canon of the original narrative that was going on with the Predator films. And... Uh, but then at the end, the studio cut all that uh, stuff that relates out of it. Right. So now it just looks like I'm just in the movie for a little cameo, and we don't really know why. Can that stuff be found like on the um, on iTunes or on the um, DVDs, the um, deleted scenes with your... I don't know. I don't know. It was such a fiasco with the whole... Me Too thing and all the stuff that blew up around the, the release of the film that yeah. I don't know uh, if if they would go to the length of making a director's cut if Shane would even buy I think it, it was pretty it was pretty rough on him the whole experience I mean all of social media just bombarded him and made everything his fault ah. so the poor guy you know uh, it's really it was very unfair and you you couldn't stand up for him you couldn't pose you couldn't say look there's a whole other side of this because you'd just be attacked Attack too right yeah you and, and tsunami it, would hit you next oh man yeah, yeah. You know, when you're just torn apart and, and, and you had no recourse so um, so yeah you, you just kind of have to say nothing really yeah. sadly as it is yeah and now you're going to be in the next season, season three of one of my favorite shows, Stranger Things. Yeah. What was that experience? Can you tell us about your character? I believe you're a reporter, correct? Yeah. Okay. Right now, we're, we're not doing press for Stranger Things okay. yet. But uh, I am a journalist. Okay. I'm a, I'm a journalist. And uh, so we're really looking forward to that coming out July 4th. And we're, we're going to start doing press pretty soon. Awesome. Very, very exciting. Yeah. And now, of course, um, your famous dad, Gary Busey. Um, can you let us know like, how it was growing up um, as like a child, a teenager, having a famous father and how that influenced you? Yeah, well, he has no idea what that's like. <laughs> right, right. You know, his perception is he, he came from the Midwest, Texas, Oklahoma. He came to Hollywood and he made it big. So, uh, yeah, we have different outlooks on it because I, I grew up on film sets. I was a child of the circus and just kind of continued to be in the circus and, and carried on with it. And, you know... I will say this, that when I was a kid on film sets, the the people that you were working with, or that I was seeing at work as, as a kid, the uh, really, most everybody was like circus folk. We were the outcasts, we were the mavericks, we were the different people, we were the people that really didn't fit into society. So we had our traveling road show, uh, you know, in our, our little enclave of people making a film, and, you know, quite, uh, quite a group of risk takers and envelope pushers, people who really, really uh, posed difficult and tough questions. You look at a lot of the movies in the 70s right. and, the, and the, the statements that they're making on culture. Rather than being reactionary, they're kind of provocative, you know? And um, 
and 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 as movie people, we were proud of that, and we broke the rules, and we we used bad language, and right. and it was it was a, a merry band of idiots, and we were all in it together, and you know there was us, and then there was those people, the rest of the world, okay. because we were we felt different and didn't fit in. Now with YouTube, cell phones, and everybody's now a filmmaker. Right. We've got everybody across the country, and you know, all all these teenagers that were born in a world of uh, being completely protected and helicopter parents, and this new safe, politically correct generation is all coming into our industry and and saying. I'm offended at everything you guys are saying. Right, yeah. That offends me, and oh, that offends me, and it's like, well, just because it offends you doesn't mean it's bad. Or can't be said. Or can't yeah. be said. It just offends you, but that's a big word, really. Yeah. You're offended by, you know, so there's kind of, right now, there's uh, there is a lot of tension that no one is willing to address or talk about or fight back about on social media it's just you gotta let it just go by so growing up did you have like um, um, people want to be your friends because you come from a famous family or did you have girls like throwing themselves at you because they know oh, who your dad is if only, if only. <laughs> oh my god no like I say we were the outcasts oh, okay. and I was definitely one of those um, certainly never had girls throwing themselves at me uh, and didn't have people wanting to be my friend. I was, in, in fact, quite shy and didn't have many friends. Really? Wow. I had a few really good friends, but that was it. I wasn't Mr. Popular or anything. Uh, I, and where we grew up, it was basically a small town in the country. 10,000 people. Everyone knew everyone else's business. In Texas, you said? Uh, I grew up in Malibu. Malibu, okay, okay. But the Malibu of the 70s and 80s was not the Malibu today. Now Malibu is like Beverly Hills West. Back in the day, it was just artists and hippies and some movie people, you know, as you know, artists. And... Uh, it was a lot different. Now it's a little too fancy for me to even go back. Yeah. Well, you've done great in your career. You've done great in your career so far. Um, what was the best advice that your dad gave you for acting? Well, I, I'd say that would have to be uh, find your light, hit your mark, and say your lines. <laughs> yeah. And was he was he supportive of you um, getting into the industry, or did he try to dissuade you? Okay. Yeah, my dad's very supportive of me. Um, I never asked any favors. I didn't want to be concerned with whether or not I earned the work that I acquired. Okay. So I'd already gotten enough of the. That's Gary Busey's son. Oh, you look like Gary Busey. I I, I didn't want to <laughs> think. There was a, you know, you've got to have some self-respect and dignity and pride, and uh, as long as the pride is not uh, caustic pride, but, uh, you know, you you got to pave your own way. Okay. And if you don't pave your own way, you'll never have dignity in what you do. 
and so I didn't want to accept any handouts. The handouts that I did have, the white privilege that I did have, is that my <laughs> my dad was a white movie star and I was a white kid, but I had to work for, you know, I auditioned for three years before I got hired, and that's four wow. times a week. Oh. That's, imagine, imagine a job interview four times a week and you don't get hired for three years, but you keep trying it. Hard. It was tough. And uh, since the side of the business, people don't see. People think it's easy. Like you have a famous father that you had all these doors like fly open for you. Yeah. No, you could make up that story, and I, I see yeah. how that story could could fit. Right. But no, it, it, it was not that way at all. It was. Uh, I chose the tough road because I wanted to know I earned it. Great. Uh, well, you definitely earned it, and we are. Um, you know, we love your whole career so far, and we're excited for season three of Stranger Things. It's going to be awesome. Um, if you don't mind, um, Jake, can you just um, let you know who you are? Say you're listening to Below the Belt show. All right. And maybe throw out some of your movies. All right. All right. I'm Jake Busey. You're listening to Below the Belt. You may know me from such movies as Starship Troopers, The Frighteners, uh, in <laughs> Identity, Enemy of the State, Contact, Tomcats, <laughs> and The Predator. So, yeah, yeah, and Stranger Things this summer, and uh, I got another TV show that's popping up uh, very soon called L.A.'s Finest, which is a series on the Spectrum streaming network, and uh, another couple shows this year after Stranger Things that are, I think, still a little bit hush-hush. Okay. So. We'll come back then. Yeah, yeah, baby. Well, thank you, Jake. All right, awesome. thank you, guys.